What is up? It is Garrett, and we are back. Garrett was back. I don't know if we're back, but I just want to do one episode for the end of 2020 because today is New Year's, New Year's Eve. Just wanted to celebrate this year. You know, it sucks, but there's been some great entertainment. You know, I talk about entertainment here. Let's talk about my favorite things that came out this year, and I just wanted to, you know, just do something because this is the year I guess it was found. I don't know if I'll do anything next year. I mean, I'll talk about that a little bit, but we'll just see. You know, I just wanted to do a little something, something to get us, you know, because I, 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 I miss doing podcasts, so. Let's just see how this goes, and uh, let's get right into the intro. Welcome to my world. Yeah, it's Garrett's world. Yo, whose world is this? Dude, come on. It's Garrett's world. Alright, welcome back, and I'm Garrett, and of course you're listening to Garrett's world, and... The title of this podcast is 2020 Review, because we're just going to be reviewing this year, because I know a lot of people hate 2020, and I mean, I hate it too, there's lots of reasons why, COVID, life sucks, uh, freaking everything's messed up, people are dying, uh, everything sucks, okay, 2020 sucks, but you know what, I don't have any hopes for 2021 to be much better, but we'll see what happens. But uh, this year has sucked, but there's been some good things. I will say this has been a great year for music. I personally think it's been a great year for music because that's one of the art forms that, you know, you don't really need to be out and going. I mean, concerts is one of the great ways for people to, like, uh, share their music, but you can create music without, like, being out and about. So people, I could literally stay home and make music so I'll quarantine. So I think, like, a lot of artists, they just stayed home, they worked on their craft, they came back with some really, really great music and some really great albums that I want to talk about here. And uh, overall, I think, like, in terms of entertainment, like, the entertainment industry has been very messed up. I think music has really, like, had a pretty good year. I know there hasn't really been any movies out because people don't want to release movies because there's basically no box office and lost sales come from their box office sales and people going to the theaters and seeing it so like as a film company you wouldn't want to release a movie when no one can actually go see it so i think that's why there's been not many films i mean there's been some good straight to streaming films that came out that i will talk about but i think overall like films this year are kind of trashy and tv shows are okay i mean it's not much i'm not really a big tv guy so what i did see with that was pretty good but i couldn't tell you if like compared to last year how much different it was because of coronavirus and all that but I know, yeah, it was definitely changed and uh, definitely lots of bad changes, if I, if I could assume. But I want to know because I'm not really well-versed in the television industry. But, you know, first I just want to talk about, like, some of my favorite albums of this year. Uh, I put together my top ten favorite albums. These aren't in any order, but um, it was really hard because, I mean, there's more than ten on here, actually. Well, there's ten I'm going to talk about, but there's also a couple others that I added I just wanted to mention that I thought were really well made them really good so i'm gonna talk about those because you know i think music is the art form that i absorb the most because i'm always just like trying to listen to music and like expand my music knowledge and for a while i always just like kind of listen to hip-hop uh because i just i really got into the hip-hop world and was really interested in that but like this year i got like more into the uh the punk and alternative rock field of music and you know it's interesting because there's like so much good music I just never really knew was there because I would just only listen to hip-hop so I think like that's one of the good things for me that happened this year is I was able to expand my knowledge of music also the different kinds of music and a lot of different artists and a lot of like more underground not well-known artists 
that I've discovered. Thanks to Spotify, actually. Like, Spotify Discovered is the greatest thing. There's so many songs. Like, every week they have the, uh, the uh, Discovered Weekly playlist. And there's so many songs that come out of that that I just, like, I love. And then I just love that song. So I check out the artists and, I like, all this other music by them. And then, like, they did a song with this other artist. And then I find that artist. It's just, like, this whole big butterfly effect of like listening to one song then finding this whole new genre or whole new artist or whole new whatever and you know it's very cool because like if you find like that new artist you like that's maybe like not as popular like more underground and then you like watch them rise to the top or just get better over time it's really something special so thank you spotify for you know you discover weekly playlist i don't know what apple has i think probably something similar so i can't really talk about that because i I'm a Spotify user. I don't use Apple Music. Apple Music is for weirdos. But anyways, it's been enough talking. Uh, let's just get... Let's get into my favorite albums of this year now. So again, these aren't in any order. I'm just talking about like, a couple of my favorites. Like, what I liked about it. A couple songs on there I liked. So, First up, 31520 by Donald Glover. Uh, Childish Gambino. It was... He, he released it to like a website... It was just like playing constantly, and they released it on streaming. It was—it's just really like ominous, like the way he released it. Like, just say you're dropping an album and then drop it. Don't just like drop it on a website, then a week later drop it on Spotify. Like, it doesn't make sense. But even though it didn't make any sense to me, like why he did it that way, I still thought there's some really good music that came out of this project. Um, um like there's uh, some of those songs I really like are "Time" featuring Ariana Grande. 1238 featuring 21 Savage Inc. and Kaja Bonet. I don't know if I said that right. That song's really good. Um, 1920. It's a very powerful. I don't know. It's like a. It's a grand song to me. Uh, and 3531, which is little foot, big foot, get out the way. That song is just like it's really repetitive for a while, and then like at the end, just all kind of breaks down and goes crazy. And I just thought that was like really cool listening to it the first time. And every time I listen to it, it's just like. I'm ready for it, and I, like, can't wait for the little breakdown at the end. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. And another other song I liked on that album was, um, 5349. But, you know, I really liked the music on here, and I don't know, like, the only problem is I don't really understand the purpose. Like, why was this dropped? Is this, like, some demos or songs she just never released that I decided to release out of nowhere? Like, is there some bigger purpose for this? Like, I don't really understand. Like, come on, Donald, what's going on? Tell me just kind of want to know what was your purpose for dropping this because i can't really figure it out through the music because none of the songs seem to have a recurring theme i know you had your children and married now so that probably had some influence on a couple of these songs but you know straight out i want i want i want to hear from you now my next album i want to talk about is uh it is what it is by thundercat you know i really like this album i've always liked thundercat he's always i've always known him as like Working with Kendrick Lamar, and uh, he does stuff with Kenny Beats now, and he's always just been out there, like, now he works with Kamasi Washington, he's a great saxophone player, he's on the Brain Feeder label, you know, he's always done a lot, and he always has his really good solo projects, like, that I really like Drunk, that was really good, and he always works with, like, some really cool people, so when I saw he was dropping another album, I was like, okay, I'm ready, and you know, this was a very good album, a lot of these songs on It Is What It Is are a lot shorter, they're a lot more, like, there's they're shorter but like it's not in a bad way like they're the perfect length hold on one second sorry about that short little pause error 
I live in a home with the family, so you know, sometimes there's loud noises. I don't know if you guys hear those loud noises, then I decided to pause. But we're talking about how on the album it is what it is by Thundercat, and a lot of the songs are shorter, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. Like, it's shorter in a good way, because they fit so much music in a short amount of time. And it's just perfect length, and I just love this album. It has, like, very, like, dance and chill and just kind of very nice and fun vibe. Uh, my favorite songs on this album are Interstellar Love, I Love Lewis Cole featuring Lewis Cole, um, Black Quails featuring Steve Lacey, Steve Arrington, and Charles Gambino. Miguel's Happy Dance, great song, kind of funny too. Um, Houseways, I Little Great Jazz Song, da 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 da. I just love that song. Uh, funny Thing, it's a, it's a freaking TikTok song now, but it's a good song. Um, Overseas featuring Zach Fox, great song, the ending's funny. Uh, Dragon Ball Do-Rag, funny and just good song. King of the Hill, which has been out for a while. Uh, I love that song, but it's on the album, so of course I'm going to mention it. And then Fair Chance featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Lil B, which is also another great song. My dog's barking, so you might hear that in the background, and I apologize about that, but I'm just going to keep going. Next album I want to talk about is Song Machine Season 1 Strange Times by Gorillaz. I've always loved Gorillaz since I was little, hearing um, Feel Good Ink on the radio. They're just such a good band and i mean they're not really banned damon alburn just does a good job with gorillas here and this always has really cool visuals music videos are awesome i always just love their kind of rock hip-hop inspired music and on the one of my favorite albums by them is humans which a lot of people don't like because of all like the collaborations there's not much singing from damon alburn on there but i really like that album regardless of what people think and you know i feel like song machine is just like it takes everything i love about that album and puts it on another full album because this is just a collaborative project every song is different feature and there's so many different artists from different genres on here yet it still works and it's just like the, the gorillas last album before this was the now now and that just felt like boring like i really thought the gorillas were like done like i don't think it felt like damon alburn had like no creativity left he just kind of like get it on but now he's brought in like these new people and they just like they made a very awesome album and you know my favorite songs on this album are strange times featuring robert smith of the cure um the valley of the pagans featuring beck great song great music video pac-man featuring schoolboy q schoolboy q's verse is just beautiful um ari's featuring peter hook in georgia beautiful song Desole, uh, i hope i don't mess up this name uh Desole featuring uh fatoy fatoy mata diawara i hope i didn't mess that up uh, Momentary Bliss featuring Slow Time Slaves, which was the first single from this album, and I just love that song. Um, Opium featuring Earth Gang, which takes a really long time to like, to like, uh, I guess for the beat to like start going and get more energetic, but it's worth the wait. It's a very good song. Um, and then also MLS featuring JPEG Mafia and Chai, which is just like such a weird pairing, like, like but it works. I love that song. And it's weird, but it's cute and also fun. I just love that song. Next album I want to talk about is What Could Possibly Go Wrong by Dominic Fike. I've known Dominic Fike for a little bit now because I know uh, he he was either on Brockhampton's label or something because I know Brockhampton released the video of, like, uh, this is Dominic Fike or something. It was called like that. I just talked about him. But I think everyone knows uh, Dominic Fike from the song Three Nights. It was like, Three Nights at the Motel. Yeah, everyone knows that song. And he's just like, I think he has a huge amount of potential. And he has little EP, um, Don't Forget About Me. And it, I was really interested, like, what else could he do? Because, like, well, it's a very short, like, EP demo album or whatever you want to call it. And I was just, like, I was wondering, like, what else is he going to do? And he came out with, um, what could possibly go wrong? And he showed what he can do. And it's a very good album, in my opinion. And it just shows that 
Dominic Fike can make a good full-length album. And I believe that in like five years, Dominic Fike may be the face of the pop rock scene. Because I mean, everything he does on this album just works. I just love these songs. None of them are too long. None of them are too short. They just fit perfectly. I mean, there's like there's like one track that's like really boring in my opinion. I forget the name of it. But other than that, like I like most of the songs on here, and I just I just like this album and thought Dominic Fike did a good job here. Like my favorite songs on this album, Double Negative, uh, A.K.A. Skeleton Milkshake, Cancel Me, great song. Why? Another beautiful, great song. Chicken Tenders, just like a good chill song. Chicken Tenders in my hold. Nah, I can't sing. Um, Vampire, great song. Superstar stuff. I'm not gonna say. Super, it's a great song. The way like his voice filter, the for- filter on his voice there is just like so strange yet so it works so well and so like nice sounding. Uh, Politics and Violence, great song. The beat switch is amazing. He's like rapping but singing on the second part, and the beat just works great over him. And also Whirly, great song. Now my next album I want to talk about is F the World featuring Brent Fayess. I cannot talk about best albums of 2020 without mentioning this short. At least uh, I forget how long this is like 17 or 20 minutes or something like that. It's just beautiful. Like I'm not very familiar with Brent Fayess before F the World, but you know from what I liked. From what I heard on F the World, I like. And it's just like a really beautiful short album. It doesn't feel too long. It doesn't like try to push something towards you. It's just like it's music and that's all it is. And like the ideas expressed here, you can really like feel like his pain or confusion or whatever he's feeling. You can feel it through his voice and his voice is just beautiful on this album. I really love this album and I just I can't say enough about it. I pretty much like every song on here, but you know, I had to put my favorites together. Uh, my f- favorites, uh, Skyline. Actually, uh, Skyline's okay. It's not my, it's not my favorite. Forget that. But I like Clouded, Ben Away, F the World, Summer in London, um, Let Me Know, great song, Rehab, Winter in Paris, another great song, and then Lost Kids Again Money is another beautiful song. And this is just like, I'm not really familiar with the R&B world. Um, I like, uh, what's his face? Um, Daniel Caesar. I like him. He's really good. But now I'm Brett, Brett Fayez, and hopefully I'll build up my knowledge. I also like Kali Uchi, she's kind of R&B, but she had an album of this year, it was more Spanish, kind of influence, and it's a, it's pretty good, I just like, I'm, like, part of the reason I love music is I like to hear what they're expressing through their lyrics, I know you guys might hate on me, but that's like a reason why I don't like K-pop, reason why I don't really like uh, J-pop, or, um, Spanish music. I mean, I can like like the instrumentation. Like the instrumentation on Kalisuchi's album is really good, and I love um, a lot of the songs on there. But like, it's missing that aspect. I don't really know what she's talking about, so I kind of like I can't like feel her feelings through the lyrics, which is like fine. If it's an instrumental like jazz album, it's fine. But like, if we're gonna make a vocal album, I kind of want to know what they're saying. Which is my personal opinion. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. That's just my beliefs. But I'm done talking about that thing. I don't know why. I just went on a whole rant about foreign language music for some reason i don't know i'm weird the next album after f the world by bird face i want to talk about it's um man alive by king cruel i didn't really know much of king cruel uh, i've like heard a couple songs of youtube from him in the past but this year released man alive and i really like this album um it's just like it's very interesting it's like it's kind of experimental like i i'm not really familiar with the kind of music he makes i heard i listened to most of the ooz and like some of that stuff but I'm not like really familiar with King Cruel but it feels like very experimental there's all like different sound effects it's like rocky but also like it's somewhat jazzy I just I like it 
And I think this is a very good album. Um, my favorite songs from this album. Stoned Again, Comet Face, Perfecto Miss Rebel, beautiful song. Um, Alone Omen 3, great song. Don't Let the Dragon Drag, Don't Let the Dragon Drag On, great song in Underclass. Beautiful song, and I don't really have much too much to say about it. I just really like this album. Nothing really to critique here. Um, I just want I just want to explore more King Cruel. I've listened to like um, his first album, like Six Feet Under the Moon or something like that, and it was really good. I just want to like I want I need to know more about him before I can really judge it too hard. Next album I want to talk about is No Pressure by Logic. Okay, now I know what you're saying, but he gave it a seven out of ten in review. Seven is not bad. Okay. And this album has grown on me since that review, and it really like makes me like happy that this album was made, because it just like it gives it brings back everything I've liked about Logic in the past, and just shows that after like everything he's gone through, such as Supermarket and Veterans of a Dangerous Mind, he still can make good hip hop music. Because I really don't know what he was doing. I think he was just trying to experiment or like do something else before he retired and blah blah blah. But, you know, it's like, No Pressure just takes everything I like about him. Like, the good beats, sampled beats are just... Pinch pr- the uh, production on here is just amazing. He has some good rhymes. You know, not his best, but, you know, better than the past. So, you know, like that because he's a great lyricist. It's just very, like, introspective out about, like, okay, what do you want? I, you want me to talk about... You want me to rap like I did in the Young Sinatra days, but, you know, I'm not poor anymore. I'm not broke like I can't rap about that stuff you know I'm happy so why do you want me to rap about happy and just like talking about stuff like that now he's like as a kid but no one really cares as a kid they just want to hear him like down bad just very interesting topic and very interesting idea and very good production and, you know I really like this album it has grown on me so I like it a lot better than I did in the summer but I'm not, I'm not gonna change my initial rating because that's my initial thoughts but yeah dessert I think this is the top 10 album of the year Favorite songs on No Pressure are Growing Pains 4, Celebration, featuring uh, Silas, who I don't like Silas, but it's a good beat, Logic has a good verse. Um, open Mic slash Aquarius 3, the beat on Open Mic's insane. Um, Soul Food 2, amazing song. Man I Is, uh, Dad Bod, Five Hooks, Five Hooks has an amazing, like, chopped up beat. Then Heard Him Say has a like, great vocal sample. Just, uh, it's like this album, and you know, I'm gonna miss Logic, I'm be honest. Next, next album I want to talk about is Kiss My Super Bowl Ring by The Garden. This is like what I talked about earlier. Spotify like introduced me to different realms of music. This is one of those realms they introduced me to because like this is like a very experimental punk rock and a little bit of pop, a little bit of hip hop inspired album. And I'm not really used to like the punk rock and experimental rock scene, but like The Garden kind of introduced me to that scene. And Kiss My Super Bowl Ring is such an amazing album. It's like so weird but so good but so bad. And awful but so good I just love it it's like I just love this album and like it's, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of weird because like on sometimes they just like start screaming and then they go into like a really like calm and relaxing like um, instrumental like on uh, a struggle god I hate making a podcast I just realized my freaking somehow my recording paused so now I had to keep going I have to go back and record this I thought Oh my god, I literally just finished the episode and then realized it wasn't recording. So I'm just going to go through these pretty fast now because I'm kind of annoyed. Freaking podcast sucks. Don't do it. I'm just kidding. <sighs> Dude, I'm so sweaty right now. Don't ask why. I'm just sweaty, okay? Garrett's world is sweaty. Breaking news. Um, I was talking about Kiss My Super Bowl Ring. Uh, I was talking about Struggle, I believe. But, you know, it's just a great album. Favorite songs off that album, Clench to Stay Awake, Struggle, 
Kiss My Super Bowl Ring, AM, PM Truck, Hit Eject, and Larkin featuring Caliph Jones. Okay. Next album I want to talk about is Unlocked by Dizzle Curry and Kenny Beats. Great album. Kenny Beats has great production on here. Denzel Curry, great rhymes, great raps, great flows. Just works good. One thing I really liked about this album is sometimes on Denzel's voice to like pitch up certain words to like have them express more and then pitch it back down, which is very interesting, very creative, something I'm not used to. And I like that. So yeah, it's a great album. I like every song on here. It's short, 17 minutes, but you know they fit a lot of music into 17 minutes. So yeah, I thought that was a very good, very good project. Last album I want to like talk in depth about is Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Great album, great production. Alchemist, I'm not very familiar with The Alchemist, but I know he's been producing for a long time. And I can tell through this album that he's a very good producer. Like the way he uses samples to act as... Oh god. <coughs> I just coughed. And I'm not going to cut it out. You guys get to hear Gertz World cough. One thing I was talking about is how the Alchemist uses samples as a chorus, such as on the song Babies and Fools. They start rapping just before the sample comes in, once the sample acts as the chorus, and they start rapping once that chorus ends. Something unique, something cool, and I like it. And this, the way like the songs transition from one song to the next is just amazing, very smooth. It just works. Like It's a great album, great production, and Freddie Gibbs is always great rapper. A couple of my favorite rhymes from this album are the revolution is the genocide my execution might be televised which is very like it's deep if you think about it i don't really want to go too in depth into it but um it's deep and then another like he's a funny guy so he also has some funny lines such as uh get the white and i beat it up like i'm mike which is white is cocaine beat it up i don't really know what that means but like beat it up like i'm mike well michael jackson he has the song beat it it's just it's funny i don't really understand it but it's funny okay so that's it, Alfredo's a great album, love every song on there. So now there's a couple albums I wanted to mention, but don't really want to go too in-depth on, and those albums are Fetch the Bull Cutters by Fiona Apple, which is a great, just jazzy, like, piano pop album, great album. Limbo by Amine, love Amine, love this album, production here is great. Uh, Amine does a, has a great vocal performance, features on here are great, just a great album. EP by JP Mafia, which is like a bunch of singles they released this year. Put them together on a short little EP, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, I think not JPEG Mafia's best, but I do think it showed his potential for his next album, which I'm excited for whenever he releases his next album. I think it's going to be good. And then, uh, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by Kid Cudi. Great album. Don't have too much to say of it about it because it's just like, it's Kid Cudi. Go listen to it. Um, She's for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. R. Peeps Pop Smoke. This is a great posthumous album. I think that's how you say it. I had this whole discussion before the recording. It's all about, I forget, like, if it's post. Humans are blah, blah blah, and then like how I think it's weird how they release albums after people die, but not for me to decide. But anyways, this is a great album, really great songs on here. This is the reason this album is so popular, so well received, and it just showed that Pop Smoke had so much potential before he died, and I think he could have been like one of the faces of hip hop if he was still here. But you know, things happen. And then Circles by Back Miller, another posthumous album, really beautiful, really sad, and you know. I never really was a fan of Mac Miller, but like this year I started listening to him more. You know, he's a pretty good he's a pr- pretty good artist. He has very jazz inspired songs, very jazz inspired albums. So, you know, I think he was a very great musician. He had a he um 
he had the ability to express his feelings and not just words but also in music which a lot of rappers these days don't have the ability to so that's why they come off as boring such as trippy red from pegasus like what's that album i hate that album i'm not talking about albums i hate i'm talking about albums i love Another album EP I loved was last year was Weird Volume 2 by TK Maidza. She's a very great rapper, very great um, musician. I'm not sure if she produces her music, but if she does, very good production. And this was just a great short little EP. I recommend go listening to it. Uh, last year was Weird Volume 2. Uh, great songs on here. My Flowers is a great song. Uh, Awake uh, featuring JPEG Mafia is a very good song. Go listen to it. I think she just has a lot of potential for the future. I really want to see what she does in these coming years. And the last album I wanted to mention was Pray for Paris by Westside Gun, which I don't really love this album. It's okay. I'm not really a fan of the Griselda group, which is like Benny the Butcher and Conway and Westside Gun and all of them. I'm not really a big fan of them, but I thought this album was pretty good. Production's pretty good. Some pretty good songs on here, pretty good features, but there's also like some boring songs on here, which kind of ruined the album for me. So that's why I like it, but it's not like... I'm not too crazy about it. So that is it for music. And as I said earlier, music is the art that I consumed the most this year and just in general because for me, it's the easiest to access and it's the easiest just to like sit down and listen to music. You don't really have to like be in a specific mindset. Like when I listen to a movie, I like I sit there and just watch the movie and enjoy it. But like music, I can be on my phone while I listen to music, be doing homework. So it's very versatile for me. But anyways, I do want to talk about some of my favorite movies that came out this year obviously not many a lot of movies were like that were gonna come out this year were delayed and will come out in future years but i can't really control that which sucks but a lot of movies did come out to like straight to streaming and there are a couple movies i did like those movies were kajillionaire which is a good movie not my favorite i thought it was just pretty good i didn't really know what to expect and i thought like the uh the idea that was expressed in this movie was very powerful very interesting uh not really used to this kind of movie, but you know, I, I liked it. Um, The Five Bloods by Spike Lee. Uh, great movie. Sad to see Chadwick Boseman go. He had a great role in here. He's like the hero, and it's just sad to see him. Like, such a great actor. Just go like that, which just sucks, but you know, that's why 2020 sucks. But um, I thought it was a very good movie. It was kind of, it was very sad. It talks about like PTSD from people being in the Vietnam War. Just also talks about racism and different things. I thought it was very interesting, very sad, very intense. So I recommend it very much. I highly recommend it. Um, last movie I want to talk about is Uncut Gems, which technically came out last year on like December 25th, but I watched it this year. It was only out last year for about a week. So I count this. I count this as a 2020 movie. That was a very good movie. I really like the Safety Brothers. They did a great job here. Adam Sandler, not a big fan of him because I think like this comedy is just overused. Like I don't think he has much range of comedy. But you know, I thought he did a good job here in this more dramatic role. That was a good movie. And as for movies, um, there are a couple TV shows I watched this year, which I do want to talk about. Uh, those TV shows were The Queen's Gambit, which is a great uh, limited series on Netflix. Highly recommend. It's great to go watch it. And it really inspired me to start playing chess again. Which I suck at chess. But it was it was a good series. Another series is I'm Not Okay With This. Which is a very good... Uh, like It's kind of like a superhero movie. But not really. Uh, I, there's like another movie that's like this. but Or uh, that's a TV show. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. But I really like this TV show. 
It only has one season, unfortunately, as the second season was canceled by Netflix because they're absolute idiots. Because like the whole season's like a cliffhanger now, but whatever, can't control that. But yeah, I think this is a very good TV show. Highly recommend. Episodes are very short, and it's just like it's very interesting and it's very unique, and it seems like it had a lot of potential. But you know they canceled it, so whatever. Can't do anything. Mandalorian season two, um, I thought it was good. Unfortunately, they didn't really do much in developing the character of the Mandalorian as the whole season was kind of just about getting Baby Yoda to where he belongs, or Grogu to where he belongs. But we know we did meet Ahsoka, we did meet Boba Fett, which was cool, but you know, also met Bo-Katan. But I do wish we got a little more character developed in the Mandalorian, that would have been nice, also a little more background info. But you know, I can't control that, because I am not a writer for the Mandalorian. And the show I wanted to mention was Tiger King, which is just a stupid, dumb show about stupid people. But everyone watched it, so I thought I'd mention it. And it entertained me for a couple hours. We'll see. Um, Rami, I watched like half of it so far. It's on Hulu. I can't, I'm not going to say too much about it other than the half I've watched is very good and I can't wait to finish it. But I'm not going to say too much about it until I finish it. So, yeah, I just, I just wanted to mention it. And the last show thing I wanted to mention was there are many reunions this year that came out of COVID during quarantine, which I thought was very nice, such as the community reunion, which was very wholesome, same with the Parks and Rec reunion. It's just like, it's just nice to see these shows come back and the cast come back together. It's one positive thing. So that is it in terms of entertainment. Now, one thing that happened this year that I did mention a little bit, I believe, but um, I was able to explore kind of more older stuff. It's not much new media was coming out, so I got to like go back and listen to older stuff and just uh just be experienced to that so i watched a lot of like tim burton stuff i learned a lot about him um i did a little bit of quentin tarantino i watched like kill bill but other than that not much did a little bit of different david lynch i watched Eraserhead. i also watched twin peaks very good i watched like half of breaking bad but i didn't like it so i stopped and you say oh why don't you like breaking bad breaking bad so good just like i had no motivation like it's a show about bad people doing bad things for good reasons like it gets boring after a while. Like, I don't really care what happens to them because they're all bad people. And then, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. There's other things I watched, but I'm not really going to mention them because don't have too much to say. But, um, yeah, last thing. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. There are a couple of video games I played this year that they didn't necessarily come out this year, but I enjoyed them. So I'm going to talk about them. Minecraft. It's Minecraft. I had to mention it. That helped me do everything. Minecraft saved lives. Animal Crossing New Horizons, good game, it's a grind, I'm not that too dedicated to Animal Crossing, so my island kind of sucks, but you know, it's whatever. Luigi's Mansion 3, just got it for Christmas, haven't played too much of it, but so far it's pretty good, I've always liked Luigi's Mansion, the one on the 3DS, so I think I'm going to enjoy this one, but we will see. Uh, Fortnite, Fortnite was very helpful during quarantine because it allowed me to like connect with my friends and we'd just like stay up till like 2am playing creative doing dumb stuff and it was just fun, those were good times and it was just like, that's the one thing I liked about quarantine is everyone just kind of got like more connected through like video games and social media which is just like one good thing. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, love Mortal Kombat, I had to mention it because Mortal Kombat's great. Um, Cuphead, very hard game. The art is very good though. The music's very good. So, I maybe I'll beat it someday. But as of right now, I'm not beating it. As I just like, I don't want to play the same level 80 times. Okay, I'm lazy. 
Last game I want to mention was Destiny 2, which I play with my uh, two other friends, and it's a very fun game. One problem with it is they just released a huge update uh, where they like changed everything, and it was like 60 bucks or something like that, or 40. And I just like, I really don't feel like paying for it because I'm only gonna play it for like three months and then stop. So I just like, I'm not gonna pay, play, which is basically what's becoming. Like they just like, oh, it's free, but not really. You can't really do anything fun unless you pay for it. So whatever, Bungie. But, um, yeah, that was all I really want to talk about, um, in terms of my favorite entertainment this year. One thing I want to mention is, uh, yeah, this is kind of a random episode. I just thought I wanted to do something before the year ended. I don't really know what the future of Gareth's World is. This may be my last episode. It may not. I don't want to make any promises, because I promised a YouTube channel this year, and that never happens. So, you know, we'll just see what happens. Take it day by day. And if I do release more episodes, I'll, of course, let you guys know on my Instagram, Gareth's but there's no promises, um, but at least 2020 is going to be over after today, so enjoy 2021. I personally don't think 2021 is going to be much better, but you know, it's my own personal beliefs. But that doesn't give you any reason to think it should it. Go out there and believe it's going to be amazing. I don't care. Do what you want. But, um, final thing I just want to tell you guys, wish you all a happy new year. Thanks so much for watching. I mean, I just kind of did this for fun. I never really expected anyone to really care about like, my friends, either just some random people have really come out and supported me and showed that they care, which is, I appreciate that. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, as always, this has been Garrett's World. Hope you guys have a happy new year. Hope you had a good Christmas and holidays, Kwanzaa, Kw uh, Hanukkah, whatever. Um, hope if you're going through some tough times, hope everything gets better. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. This has been Garrett's World. See you in the new year.